ICC's Daily Agenda podcast, powered by Musashi. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the Daily Agenda. It is the 14th of December. You have left it too late to send those presents to that person you were going to, and any hope of ordering something online um, is officially all lost. Except, yeah. Well, if you order something from the ACC website, oh, we'll get it on an overnight courier. Oh, we'll, really? We'll, yeah, we'll get it there. If you want to steady the ship hat or the uh, the flask. Oh the, uh, yeah, get the flask. The flask. You got to get. You've got to get the hippie. The hip flask and the coffee cup combo with the free um, herbal tea tag yep. that you can put off the edge because everyone thinks you're drinking herbal tea, but really you're smashing a straight whiskey. Yep, I'm a big proponent of that very uh, coffee mug. But I here, let me let me paint a picture for you around the hip flask. You're back in your hometown. Uh, the races are on in yeah. your town or the next town over. You bowl up to the races. God, drinks are drinks are bloody expensive. Oh, even yeah. back home now, times are tough. What's this in my back pocket? A hip flask full of whiskey? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At, now a, I'm the life of the party. Absolutely. Branded ACC as well. Uh, yeah. The uh, ACC hippie. I remember um, one day me and a mate got paid so little uh, from our job picking strawberries and we were so pissed off, but one of us had a hip flask and we went and got our... All we could afford was getting our initials engraved on it at the local jeweller. <laughs> and so we're like, can you um, put a love heart on it and put a G and M, which is Gus and Minaya? And he goes, are they your initials? <laughs> we're like, uh, no, they're not our initials. Don't know whose they are. So um, I don't know. I, whatever you want to do with it, you can do. But uh, order it now and it'll get to you. Um, just in time. Just in time. Just in time. Uh, all right. So. Super Rugby have been saying for a while that they want to uh, make the game a bit more fan-centric, uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The first of what that may look like uh, has come out today, and it is Super Rugby Pacific is eyeing less ball-out-of-play, minimal TMO uh, interventions in 2024. But I feel like I feel like that we have said that same thing before. So I would like to present to you, G-Lane, yep. a brand-new segment that I like to call Hot Take Time Machine. Must be some kind of hot take time machine. <laughs> spent, I spent all day yesterday. Yeah, that is that seamless. Thing. You yeah. can't tell that you've edited that in. No, I know. Uh, let's go back to two days ago. Uh, yeah, two days ago when we were talking about the the hot takes that the NZ Herald had made about TMO. VAR does need to go in all forms of the game. I, I include the TMO in the World Cup as VAR. Any sort of video um, referee, I could just bin it. We have been saying things on this podcast that have mm. been picked up by people that can actually make yeah. changes for uh, at least a year now, for Some, years now. Well, someone important is listening. Yeah. Someone of importance is listening and someone of influence. So uh, thank you. It's become evident to me. So if you listen to this podcast and you hear us say something, whether it be a half-baked sports idea, any kind of hot take that we have that then gets parroted. It sounds ridiculous when we say it, then you hear it out there in the mainstream sports media, send it into us. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. When they launched the Saudi suitcase series, then you yes. know we've jumped a shark. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so I reckon that the hot take time machine is something that we need to keep going, um, yep. not least of all because I made this awesome thing that I'd like to hear myself one more time. Must be some kind of hot take time machine. The, what, you, what you probably didn't pick up there was that was actually me saying take, because oh, really? he says hot hot tub time machine, but I said take, and then uh, I, yeah, spend ages just shoehorning that one in there. <laughs> All right, let's move on. 
We, for the lo- again, this could be a hot take time machine as well. We, for the longest time, have been saying that Eden Park is not fit to house international cricket, let alone domestic, let alone the ACC. <laughs> it is not designed to fit a rugby uh, park, and there is not designed to fit a cricket oval. And now um, it has come out that the government is backing an alternative to host test matches in Auckland, and it is Colin Maiden Park. Now, for those of you outside of Auckland... Mm. Colin Maiden Park I don't even know where it is. is a shithole out east. <laughs> it is a dive. No one will, like, this makes my blood boil. It's like, why the fuck would you go to Colin Maiden Park? I played rugby for the University Rugby Club on Colin Maiden Park. Yeah. That was its peak of its powers, <laughs> okay? That, if they go out there and, government, get your beak out. Mm. Get your beak out. Unless you're going to front up and build a waterfront stadium or a, a international cricket ground at Victoria Park. Fuck off. Like, yeah. This sucks. This sucks, and this will this will kill cricket for me. I'm out. If you're, they take it to Colin Maiden, I'm out. I'm out. You're you're, you're watching baseball. I'm done. I'm not pissing out to a wind blowing East Auckland. Yeah, where there's no like ground. There's no like anywhere you could put a stand around it. Nah, is there? it's shit. Where would you have it if because Auckland, Victoria Park, Victoria Park, Victoria Park, and everyone like. Everyone goes, oh, what about parking? It's like the CBD of Auckland is New Zealand's biggest car park. There are 20,000 car parks in the CBD of Auckland, okay? And you can't tell me that uh, Victoria Park is not close to transport links. Ferries, buses, trains are all within 10 minutes walk of that park. For, for those of you who don't live in Auckland, Victoria Park is underneath the motorway that comes off the bridge. Yes. There's a flyover that goes through it. Also, if you ever watch the news and they're in a park, it is Victoria Park. Yeah. Because that's just a block away from the Sky Tower, subsequently uh, TVNZ, and also the, our very own ACC yeah. studios. And surrounded by corporate, surrounded yeah. by Fonterra, <coughs> Kiwi Bank, Air New Zealand, like Data Comp. There is every single big corporate has surrounded it. And who goes to cricket test matches? The corporates. Correct. <laughs> also, Correct. on the parking thing, you can't park at Eden Park. I know. And you can't, <laughs> sure as fuck can't park at Colin Maiden Park, okay? Colin, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Uh, the Tigers have had a dark day and listen to this scathing report from an Australian uh, reporter. West Tigers is a club which has faced its fair share of controversy, but Georgie, you'd have to say even by its standards, today has been a pretty messy day. It's like, look, these guys suck, but even for guys that suck, this is shit. <laughs> they have sacked the entire board, including Inspector Gadget, Chairman of the Board, Lee Hedger-Pentelis, who... Um, Great name, but he just didn't follow through. Well, there's another podcast that describes him as litigious Lee because he's threatened uh, multiple podcasts to sue them for, oh. for slandering him. So we need to be very careful. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen a lot of NRL clubs, at least the Panthers, and I know that there's some others as well, are sponsored by Brighton's lawyers. Do you know, you see this and you see the giant sponsorship and is the it contra? I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, well. It's contra. It is 100% <laughs> contra. It's they're like, not paying for it. They're like, they did a big case to get one of them out of jail and goes, yeah. for that, you can either pay us $3 million in costs or stick us on your jersey. Front and back. Um, so he's uh, one of the like managing partners there or whatever, um, and the entire board is, has been wiped out. What are, my first question is, who sacks a board? <coughs> how does that work? I don't really know. The how owners? Oh, the owners, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was a 2,000-plus uh, signature, um, what do you call it, petition that was sent through to the okay. owners that was just like, 
get these clowns out of here. And they have been. And uh, they've brought in a guy whose name escapes me, but he was brought in when the Rabbitohs were at the bottom of the table. He was brought in when Hull were at the bottom of the table. He was brought in when, I think, when the Panthers might have even been at the bottom of the table too. And he... Seemingly, you could say that he's turned all these clubs around. I don't know if he will or not. He's the cleanup guy, isn't he? You know, hey. on Pulp Fiction, he's the wolf. Yes. He's the yeah. wolf. He is the wolf. They've called him the wolf. Yeah. What they've done is the the, the two thousand people that signed that signature have turned around after telling Samuel L. Jackson that in France it's called a Royale with cheese, and then they turned around and blew the brains out of some poor unsuspecting board members in the back seat, and yeah. then called in the wolf uh, to clean it all up. Um, our man Hadjapin Tallis has been doing interviews with just about anyone who'll listen now. He's been doing the uh, PR rounds. He's spat the dummy. He reckons he was at the Balmain Christmas do and everyone said that they had his back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's such hearsay. Um, and he also said that uh, it's a knee-jerk reaction. You can't just sack everyone because a couple of people got upset. This is the same guy, the same club, who brought in Tim Sheens to, to uh, do an overhaul of the team. Uh, a complete review of what needed to be done, and he reviewed it, and he said, yeah, I should be coach, and <laughs> made himself coach, and then quit uh, just a couple of months ago. And so now Benji's the coach. He's the only last man standing. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't Benji Marshall operating around in there still? Like, it sounds to me like he's doing everything over there. So the Tigers uh, of two wooden spoons fame. Um, and, but for some good news, uh, Solomon Alai Mullo, the winger from your beloved Chiefs, he's yes. been signed to the NRL. We are talking yesterday about Caleb Clark potentially moving over. Well, Solomon's done it. So. Well, and a winger from Australia. Uh, Mark, who, yeah. last name, shout Noah out to Quita- Noah Quinatasi. Yeah. Yep. He has gone to league as well. He has. Is yep. that the first of the uncapped? Someone asked him this the other day, and he was like, I don't know, I just I just signed. Like, He's a good player, man. He, he is, is excellent. He is rapid. Yeah, and he, um, when you were watching the game, he passes the girlfriend test where my girlfriend was like, who's that guy? He looks like he's really good. He's doing everything. And no, that's a, a Yeah, and that's a real good test for like who's actually having the big impact because it doesn't matter what his name is or who he yeah. You know, who he's played for in the past. Like, who's actually doing well in this game? It's him. Yeah, he, because I call him the Narwhal, because yeah. if he he has a big break, actually saying his full name is quite, yeah. a, quite a challenge. Um, but he'll go He'll go good. Oh, shit. He'll yeah. go good. And he's playing for the South, Simon South, I, I think. believe so. It's yeah. escaping me now. Yeah. Uh, my brain is running very low, mate. Late uh, in the week. It's late in the it's week. late in the week. Like, most people are late knocking, late knocking off tomorrow. Yeah, most people are knocking off tomorrow, aren't not, they? Not me, man. I'm still going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So GP is confirmed for Christchurch. Did you know that, Lane? They're going to be sailing in Littleton. 22,000 ex- uh, spectators expected, and the council did not get in the way of this one. Uh, 22,002, because me and you are going down there. Oh, uh, we are? Yeah, we are. Hell yeah. yeah. We're going down there because we're going to uh, film a bunch of uh, stuff on how to um, understand sailing. You well, know you know sailing, eh? Well, I am the voice of uh, sail sports here in New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, as, I, as I am, snow sports as well. Look, if they can pedal out, the great fast bowler, West Indian fast bowler, Chris Gale, to present the award <laughs> yeah. in, um, in Dubai. They can wheel the agenda out as the voice of New Zealand sailing. The new voice of New Zealand sailing. I'll tell you what, I've only ever sailed in Littleton. That's the only place I've ever been sailing. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you serious? Is yeah, that serious? Ser- seriously. Uh, school camp, and we went over to Littleton and um, did a bit of sailing around there. Is so. Littleton still full of um, like prostitutes? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. No. That might have been a pre- um, pre-earthquake oh yeah right is it full of hipsters now very hipstery over there the prozies become hipsters maybe I don't know if my untrained eye could tell the two apart I always just thought it was full of prozies for the ships that come in and sailors hop off and 
Well, I, from memory, there's not even any of those like sailors pubs left there anymore. I don't think. Wow. Uh, well, well wow. this is something we're going to need to this, investigate. Uh, we will need to investigate that as part of the sale GP. But New Zealand, they're on a heater after winning yes. Dubai. Um, and been, good, good to see um, Phil Robinson too, another Kiwi representing Canada. He was in the, oh, yes. in the in the podium race as well. Um, I like Phil Robinson. Well, I like he because he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, he's represented all these countries, and he, I think he got thrown out of the Spanish team. He's like, "Fuck you, goes to Canada." What do you have to do to get thrown out of the Spanish team after what their um, president of football did at the Women's World Cup? <laughs> what would uh, what did Phil do? What did well, Phil again, do again? We, again, we need to get down there and find out. This is why we're going down there. All right. One last item on the agenda for a Thursday. The other day we were talking about the uh, top Google search terms from within New Zealand. Yeah. Now they've released the uh, top 10 athletes searched worldwide. Yep. Have you seen this list? No. This is, this is new to me. Have a look at number eight. Oh, Ravishing Rick. Ravishing Rick Ravinger is the number eight athlete Googled this year. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd have to say, you know, a standout breakout performance in the Cricket World Cup in India. Yes, in helps. India. So people would have been going, who's this who's kid? It? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and searching his name. Number one, I hate to say it. Never heard of him. Ah, Damar Hamlin. He is a, a football player in the National Football League of America. And uh, earlier on, actually in last season, but this year, he died on the field. Oh. He's that guy. Oh. Uh, he's, he's dead, is he? Or he, no, got, no, he's he came back, back to life? He's, he came back to life. They revived him oh, and he's, that guy. he's back training. That oh, guy. that guy. Uh, Damar Hamlin is his name. That's right. Yeah, yeah he had the cardiac. Yeah, he, okay. he had the cardiac. Uh, number two, Kylian Mbappe. Number yep. three, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yep. Number four, Ja Moran. Yeah. Number five, <laughs> Ari fucking Kane. Uh, number six, Novak Djokovic. Seven, Alcaraz. Uh, eight, as we mentioned, R- Ravishing Rick. How good's that? Yep. Shubman Gills at number nine and Number 10 is the flat earther himself, Kyrie Irving. So that's awesome to have a Kiwi in that. that that's that's got to be worth it. That's You can make a bit of coin off that. You've you? got to give him. You know how they have that punishing, um, uh, you know, the sports awards, the really boring ones? Um, what are they called? The ESPYs? No, nah, New Zealand ones. Oh, the Hellbergs. The Hellbergs, yeah. that's it. The Hellbergs, and they have the people's choice. Yeah. That should be, just say... Ravishing Rick Ravindra, the eighth most searched worldwide athlete. Yeah. If, Boom. If give it that's to him. not the people choosing, yeah. then I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, most of it probably came out of the subcontinent. But apart from that, that is, it's up there. He's above Kyrie Irving. He's above Shubman Gill. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he's punching up there with Alcaraz, Djokovic, Adi fucking Keane, gun wielding Jama Rent, uh, old, the fucking. What's the name's boyfriend? Yeah, yep, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, Demar Hamlin literally had to die to make that list. <laughs> yeah, he did. I was, I was thinking, I, I was trying to rack my brain about who he was, but now I remember. Yeah, yeah, he's alive, allegedly, he's alive. if you believe it. I don't know. Do you reckon they? Do you reckon it's a bot? I reckon they're propping the something AI. up there to cover up the AI. fact that someone someone died. It's like when, and I've now I've told the story a few times on this podcast. The uh, Denver Nuggets mascot passed out in the rafters and they lowered his lifeless corpse to the middle of centre court in the full suit. And then they had him on the big screen towards the end of the game being like, hey, Rocky the Mountain Lion, he's okay. I reckon that guy died. And they put someone else in that suit. But I don't know. Do your own research. <laughs> what, what, they just burnt the body. I don't know. I don't know. Do your own research on that one um, and get back to us. Let, you know, let us know what you found. And we'll get back to you tomorrow for another edition of The Daily Agenda. ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi.